I'm a true champion. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the State of Wrestling Address podcast. We haven't done one for a while, and that is where we talk about all the wrestling news at the Wrestle Plug. I'm Aaron Nix, and joining me is the Maple Leaf Magician and the Duke of Diabetes. He's back after a hiatus of sorts. Where the fuck have you been, Carl Wilkinson? I have been being worked to the ground, dude. My schedule. Job, Daddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I've got a job, sir. I'll do much. I'll do much better, sir. Stop showing off to everyone else with your shiny job while the rest of us don't, just... Don't replace me with Miller again. I can't handle that. <clears throat> Who's that? Never heard of that one. <laughs> right, let's get right to the news. And of course, the most earth-shattering news is, of course, the fact that AEW star Chris Jericho will be on the Broken Skull Sessions over WrestleMania weekend. AEW star Chris Jericho has been announced for an upcoming episode of Broken Skull Sessions with WWE Hall of Famer Steve Austin, which will be available on Peacock and the WWE Network. They announced it on April Fool's Day. Oh, you cheeky little scamps. Um, Austin had some interesting comments, actually. Austin revealed that Jericho reached out to him after his Broken Skull Sessions interview with The Undertaker, which aired back in late November. That conversation led to Jericho being booked for this interview. Austin confirmed that he did talk with WWE Chairman and CEO Vince McMahon about it. Um, He was talking about having a beer. Chris Jericho texted him, loaded blah, 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 going back and forth. But the stuff that really jumped out to me here is I texted Vince and said, we have this badass idea about Jericho coming on the show, Austin said. Vince goes, it's cool, go ahead. Huh. But me and Vince don't always do well with phones and texts and all that, so I texted one more time. Are you sure it's okay to have Chris Jericho on the show? Vince gave me the thumbs up, and Chris came out to do the show. It will air April the 11th from Peacock TV and the WWE Network. Obviously, if you're in America, unfortunately, it looks like you're going to have to watch it via Peacock, but... Everywhere else in the world, we still are privy to the WWE Network, which I'm also going to discuss. Your thoughts on Chris Jericho of AEW appearing on WWE programming after three years almost being out from the major brand? I mean, the first thing I'm thinking about is when Austin says McMahon gave him a thumbs up. I'm just imagining Vince McMahon texting a thumbs up emoji, but choosing like the palest one possible because heaven forbid he goes any farther. Because what are all these emojis with different (laughs) colors? There's only one color that matters, and it's white. But I mean, like I've seen some people on one side of the fence going, "Now, wow, Jericho's so cool! Look what he's done to get himself here." But I'm more on the side of this is kind of more Austin kind of talking to Vince to make this happen, right? Austin and Vince go back, you know, 20 years or whatever. He's definitely got some sway about who he wants to come onto his show. And then trying to convince McMahon to let him do it. And he did it. And now, you know, we're going to... Another forbidden door was open, man. Are you excited? Because that phrase hasn't been thrown around all the fucking time for the last two months. Oh. Christ almighty. Either way, though, I'm kind of excited. To an extent, because, you know, which I've talked about it before. Jericho's kind of, you know, pissing me off, being a bit of a dumbass. But... The Broken Skull sessions have all been really, really good. The one they did with Orton after Fastlane was incredible. Mm. Really, really good. You guys should check that out if you haven't. So I'm expecting no less with this one. It's going to be real fun on an already stacked weekend. 
I'll tell you what it does do, it totally cripples the credibility of the online war that is AEW versus WWE, because here comes AEW's most marketable and biggest star, and he's just going to rock up on the WWE Network and have a chat, and all these fucking dumb little marks are going to, fucking Vince McMahon hates AEW. It's like, actually, I kind of agree with Jim Cornette, shock horror. Um, oh boy. Yeah, I know, right? That'll probably get some fucking heat. I believe that Jim Cornette's correct when he says that Vince McMahon probably at the start thought, huh, what the fuck are they doing with all their money and any sort of product? And what? <laughs> I'm not that bothered then, obviously. I-, I believe that. I really do. And ultimately, it doesn't matter whether he's bothered by it or not. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, oh, Vince McMahon fears Tony Khan. He fears AW. But then at the same time, you know be happy about your big AEW star being on WWE. If you're such a huge AEW mark, or vice versa, surely you don't like it. Me, personally, I don't care. I'm interested to see what Jericho has to say. Um, For me, the only thing that really interests me about this is, because I know pretty much everything about Jericho, and he's done so much, and he's got a podcast of his own, so it's not like we're going to be privy to too much that Jericho hasn't told us in some form or fashion. What is he going to say that's AEW-related? Is he going to talk about AEW? Because if he's not going to talk about it at all, then it's kind of a mute point, and who cares anyway? Um, But I don't think WWE needs to fear AEW, vice versa. I don't think AEW needs to fear WWE. How about you lot focus on your own shit instead of banging on about what everyone else is doing? Um, You know, if I came on this podcast every week and told you what I thought about what culture and fucking cultaholic and everybody else, then that would indicate that I obviously have an issue with them or that they live rent free in my head. I don't care. I'm busy doing my own content. Um, I kind of feel like it's a, a non-story until they mention AEW. So that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't talk about the stuff he's already done. Everyone knows we've been following his career in WWE since 99. So if he's not going to mention anything about AEW I mean I might watch it because it'll be on in the background but honestly we'll probably be recording uh reactions to Mania right after anyway so it'll be on the screen but it'll be like I mean it's there neat I guess yeah I'll be too busy talking about Bad Bunny's debut mate I don't care about this A lot of AEW fans right now. Fuck off, bad bunny, fuck off. It's going to be triggered. Um, yeah, whatever. I'm sure it'll be a great watch. Now, sticking with WWE and Peacock, have you heard the fantastic news that if you're in the United States, during the changeover from the WWE Network to the Peacock app, which is currently taking place, Peacock have taken it upon themselves to make an administrative decision to remove content from the WWE Network that they believe to be either racist or flagrantly offensive. They've even put in uh, very simple little things. Like, for instance, uh, you, remember, you remember when the Muppets hosted a WWE Raw? They actually put in a disclaimer for that, saying that Peacock does not necessarily correlate with the values of certain characters that appear on this program, because apparently the Muppets are offensive. I have no idea how or why. They're so think- wholesome. Apparently, people are offended by the demographic of the two old men. I personally think it's very funny, and anyone I know who's old thinks it's really funny because it's a good representation of them. Apparently, that might be considered offensive to people of a certain age. 
fuck off. <laughs> Pathetic is what. Uh... Basically, Peacock is taking it upon itself to try and erase certain parts of WWE history, including some pretty notable ones. For instance, WrestleMania with the infamous um, Bad News Brown and Roddy Piper match. That's been removed um, from Peacock's uh, WWE. Oh, is that the one where Piper is kind of a little, little blackface? Yeah. yeah. I mean... Some people call me the Hot Scott. <laughs> On the one hand, I do understand it just because the, the way the world is right now. I've And I've got no problem with, you know, trying to show equality for everyone and all that. But at the same time, it's a classic old adage, right? Those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. You can't ignore the things that happened because then you'll forget they happened and no one will learn from it and, you know, not do it again. Like, you know, I'm sure they want to try and censor... Uh, Mania 20, you know, the triple threat main event. I could imagine them trying to get rid of that I bet in one don't. way or another. I bet, I bet every Chris Benoit match is on there. If you're gonna if you're gonna genuinely this is the problem with stuff like this, right? If you're gonna do it, I understand why you can do it. Because you know, Peacock paid what a billion dollars for this content. So yeah. technically it's their right to do it. However, have some gumption, have some fucking guts and back it up by removing literally everything that offends you, and then don't fucking cry when pretty much everybody who subscribes to the WWE Network chooses to fucking give you a lot of aggro over it because ultimately that's what you're going to get. Fine. Then remove Chris Benoit. Remove anything that's racially insensitive. How about Triple H versus Booker T at WrestleMania 19 and all the inflammatory comments that Triple H made saying, guys like like you, you. people (laughs) like you. Yeah, I wonder who. Obviously, he was referring to his status and class. Nothing to do with color. You obviously understand. Um... You have to excuse me. I am highly distracted by Sasha Banks on my TV screen right now. Hot damn. <laughs> you might want to remove that content because that is rated R. <laughs> but ultimately, I, I think it's obnoxious. I think it's ignorant. Uh, I am not a liberal. I am not right wing in any way. I don't conform to any of your fucking stupid labels. Um, at the same time, I am infuriated by this concept of let's tear down any statues that may represent anything like slave labor and stuff like that. Why? Why are we doing that? Why are we just ignoring history? Do you know how you educate people to be better? By showing them the mistakes that were made prior. If you remove those mistakes, like you say, you are doomed to repeat. It is an absolute abject admittance of failure in our society to educate people if we choose to remove anything from history which offends us oh by the way if that's the case does that work the other way does that mean we have to tear down that whopping great lincoln statue in washington the lincoln memorial which apparently because he was all for the removal of slave labor do we not want to do we want to pretend that slave labor doesn't exist because if that's the case remove that fucking statue then i want it out out off you go slave labor doesn't exist anymore la 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 that's what the uber uber left does the uber right are just a bunch of outright arrogant ignorant racists and the uber left are just basically extremists who believe that they can use the same smear tactics for good as opposed to evil and ultimately they cancel each other out by burning but excuse me by being a bunch of fucking cretinous dickheads people need to grow up i'm so sick of this revisionist history History doesn't go away just because you choose to cover your ears and go la 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 every time trying every time someone tries to educate you. It's pathetic. Yeah, that's, that's not how it works. I I know Disney Plus has done this. They Disney Plus will put in a disclaimer before a film going, you know, this might show improper like views or 
Or they could just like fire that. you if you don't want to fucking put out a statement that they pressure you to do so. Which, by the way, is an incredibly fascist manoeuvre in its own right. Hey, you, sure. over there, woman who's in part of our uh, Mandalorian TV series, we need you to do this, this, and this. I don't want to. It's my own personal social media. Already? You're fired. Right, okay. Yeah, not... Uh, Her viewpoint not, not the best on choice. Fantastic, but by firing her, was setting a horrific precedent. Yeah, I mean, when you remove her, it kind of makes her uh, not necessarily like a pariah, but kind of a martyr in some way. Like, people are just going to flock to it. Yeah, of course people are going to... If anything, all you're doing is adding more credibility and strength. You could have shut... So, all I fucking hear from leftists and liberals is this concept and this notion of forgiving, that we are better, that we shall provide a better world and a better amount of unity for people to live in. But what you do is you use the same vitriol, hate and smear tactics that the right use to remove anyone from the right who says anything you disagree with. And ultimately, if you actually go back and look at it, the majority of what she said was actually not that flagrant. Some of the things, obviously, were a bit disrespectful. You can't obviously compare hating someone for their political beliefs to, you know, hunting down and mercilessly, mercilessly, excuse me, killing a religious demographic. That's ridiculous. But at the same time, I don't think that warrants... How do we educate her? By firing her. Okay, how is she educated by that? Oh, I won't make that mistake again. I'll just be silent. No. If you had said, we are going to keep you on board, but we want you to take, you know, what happened to things like sensitivity training? What happened to education? What happened to sitting down with people and showing them the error of their ways? Now, fuck that. We'll just fire you. Great. Congratulations. Now, all you've done is you've made an icon out of her. And that's exactly the same principle here. Did, did what Roddy Piper do at WrestleMania, you know, was that acceptable? At the time, even then, it was a little bit like... Oh, careful, mate. You know, what about the coconut business as well? You know, when he smashed a coconut over Jimmy Snooker. Um, he did a lot of things that... Do you know why he did them? Because he was a fucking heel. And this comes into this fucking bracket again. Fans who think they have a right to tell people how to get their heel heat. If you're one of these fans who wants to go on social media and say, I'm offended by what you did as a heel, fuck off. Get off social media, go outside, get a tan, go and walk your fucking dog. Please do something relatively productive with your life because you are a pathetic, sweaty melt. It's what you are. There's a reason they use the term snowflake, and that's for people like you. You can't have it both ways. You cannot say he's a heel, he should be a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, maybe that's why AEW doesn't believe in proper heels and faces because they're scared of offending somebody with their silly little liberal show. I'm not impressed by that, and I'm not interested in that. I don't care if a heel does something that offends me because ultimately that's what he's supposed to do. Where are all yeah. these people up in arms when uh, MJF called Adam Pacitti a paedophile? <laughs> we were born, so, oh, that was all right because it's MJF and it's AEW, but I bet if a WWE star had called him a pedo, people would have fucking torn down the headquarters in New York over those shenanigans. Oh my God, they would have set fire to Connecticut, mate. Unacceptable. Oh, an AEW star did oh, That's different, isn't it? You see? Fuck off. The hilarious double standards of wrestling fans grow up. It's pathetic. Oh, yeah. Like, you you know, like, going back to the sensitivity training you mentioned, you know, Sammy said some very inflammatory things he did. And they're like, but no. He had three weeks of sensitivity training, so it's all right, apparently. Which oh, we yeah, completely cured. That he took. <laughs> we have no Yeah, problem. really. They're just like, no, nah, he, he went, guys. Here, have some stuff we know you want. Yeah. It's fine. Fuck off. Fuck off. 
cretins. Yeah, it's a bullshit maneuver. I don't like it. I think it. I think it sets a horrible precedent. Um, but hey, that's WWE for you. If you're gonna make one billion dollars off of it, I guess they don't really give a shit. So it is what it is. Any other thoughts on it, mate? No, I mean it doesn't really affect us. It's honestly just the states. Yeah. From what By I can way, tell. You can still find it all on YouTube. The internet. Yeah. The great thing about the internet is it may be full of fucking trolls and snowflakes who want everything to change just because they're offended. But ultimately, you can always find the content you want. And ultimately, you can always find the fucking truth if you're willing to look for it hard enough. Nothing ever happens by accident. Amen, buddy. This is going to be good. I really am excited about this. Uh, an interesting list of banned terms that wwe distributed to some of their promotional partners for wrestlemania 36 in 2020 has surfaced uh, this is courtesy of fightful select the list includes some of the standard banned words like kayfable diva uh, but there are there are some other terms that have never been reported on on reported on excuse me such as needs a push or strangle that's awkward. Uh, it was noted that there were social media guidelines that instructed associated accounts to not reply to fans in the comments, not to speculate on rumors or future storylines, and to always present WWE and their talents in a positive light. The term dirt sheets was also used as they were told to be sensitive of the language used and how it may be interpreted by dirt sheets. WWE was particular about not, I can see Carl Walkers are doing the face. I know that it's a really good news story because Carl Walkers are. <laughs> I wait for that. That should be on a t-shirt. WWE was particular about not encouraging violence among the audience. They... <laughs> That's what, what audience? There was no audience last year. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> there, there were other simple guidelines, such as reducing the use of hashtags on Facebook, avoiding words that trigger spam labels from various algorithms, and not using talent names that the brand did not have endorsement rights to. Pedigree, Spear, People's Eyebrow, and Smell La La were among those terms. Oh, fucking comedy oh, nice. gold mate is what this is this is this is a comedy piece i swear down it it was also specified that sports entertainment and superstars would have preferred terms over wrestling and wrestlers which has been noted in the past there were exceptions made when quoting superstars or executives um partners were also instructed to always present wwe and talent in a positive light and to do not use messaging that enables or encourages fans to speak negatively about the product here is a list of the banned terms issued to the partners for wrestlemania 36 Blood. Choke. <laughs> this um, reads basically is my kink list, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, belt. <laughs> strap. <laughs> diva. Headshot. Trauma. Kayfabe. Mofos. <laughs> when has everyone ever said mofo on WWE that, that television? Ever. I can't, I can't remember the last time that word was popular. Um, that is about how show. I'm going to see Paul Heyman right now on SmackDown. He's going to call Edge a mofo. Just watch. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I just looked up and saw Edge and Paul Heyman. I was like, oh, yeah, yes, please. Um, DQ, the anti-diva. <laughs> Spinal injuries. Um, victim, violence slash violent. Wrestling slash wrestlers. WWF, wife beater. Curb stomp. <laughs> needs a push to be over. Babyface heel to job or jobber, card, strangle, kill, or murder. <laughs> there you go. Not bad, eh? Um, what the fuck how, do you say with that? How, what do I call a choke slam now? Do I call it a hand throat hug slam? <laughs> it's a struggle <laughs> slam. <laughs> it's a strangle slam. <laughs> well, be careful with that one. I bet Vince has had many a struggle slam in his office. <laughs> oh, Allegedly. Uh, yeah, that 
like you know the last two i get you know kill murder all that i those ones i can understand yeah. you know if they want to try and keep kayfabe it's 2021 vince it doesn't exist anymore bro sorry he's the one who killed it he's the one who went out on do you remember way back when i don't know if you do actually i'm old enough to remember when vince mcmahon went on tv and he said what we do isn't real wrestling isn't real he shattered kayfabe himself he's the one who fucking went out there and destroyed it did he completely revolutionize what wrestling is and make it the most entertaining spectacle in the world at one point absolutely and he deserves all the love and credit for that and history uh, you know if you don't try and delete that as well peacock um <laughs> that will obviously show in hindsight when he's dead uh, amongst other things alarmingly but it, it, he's got some fucking nerve going out there and saying like oh you gotta keep kayfabe <laughs> really really so uh spinal injuries is on this list does that mean that we weren't allowed to mention that when edge wrestled around the orton then because that seems very very silly that he spent nine years getting over spinal injuries to come back and achieve his dreams once again yeah that was mentioned a lot you know austin having spinal injuries he's been back every once in a while yeah, he had a, some he had plenty of spinal issues. You're not allowed a spine. That's basically <laughs> what he's saying there. No spines. Fuck off. <laughs> so what he's saying is, and I'm just gonna push this because Mortal Kombat got delayed a week, and I'm really upset about it. But he just wants Sub Zero to come out. Yeah, it's coming out the 23rd now. Oh, okay. It was supposed to come out on my birthday, and I'm oh, really yeah. upset it's not now. Yeah, you're the only one who's really that upset about a week delay because it then ruins your plans for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, it did. But he just wants Sub-Zero to come around, you know, spine rip them all and just, okay, go on out there with no back. Uh, Vince McMahon is both, like, both he, he's an evil scientist. He's like a, like a mad scientist you'd see on like a run-of-the-mill su- superhero show. Like he's this crazy supervillain that has, has done some incredible things but you still look at them, look at them all, and go. But why though? He's mad. He's just mad. Yeah, he's he's just got to an age where he's like, "Fuck you! I just wanna." I he genuinely thinks he owns the world. He's got that billionaire mentality of, "I can do whatever I want because I got the money to back that up." And I understand that because if I had a lot of money like that, I would dictate my own narrative as well. But the problem is, he's not dictating his own narrative. He's dictating everybody else's narrative. That's the biggest problem here. You can't sit there. You can't... I suppose you can. The ironic thing is, right, all of the super leftists, again, and I hate to bang on about liberals because I hate the right just as much, but all the people who come out regularly and say, oh, you know, Vince McMahon, what a... You know, oh, for instance, with the Gina Carano thing, I believe that's her name. Everyone said... Oh, Disney Plus has a right to fucking remove her because it's their company and they can dictate what they want to do. Right, in that case then, you can't fucking turn around from the left and say to Vince McMahon, just because he's from the right or whatever, yeah, you're fucking stupid. How dare you sense people? How dare you say... Whoa, 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 whoa. Apparently it's his company, isn't it? Like, I'm not defending it. I think it's a fucking joke, but I'm not one of these stupid people who needs to subscribe to a, a side or a label to make myself feel better as a part of society. I just vote like everybody else does, and I inform myself and I educate myself on who the best candidate to do is, other than reading The Sun, like Barry or Keith over there. Like, yeah, well, uh, The Sun told me that, um, that uh, yeah, Cameron's nasty, so I'm going to vote for that geezer. Fucking hell. Good for you, mate. That's why this country is in the fucking state it's in, because people like you can't make your own informed decisions. It's called free thinking. 
I know it's a, a really rare and unique prospect. And by the way, you're welcome to leave all your hate in the comments below. I probably won't read them because I don't care enough. I will be paying attention to our genuine amazing fans. Um, but at the same time, you know, you can't have it both ways. If Vince is a cock waffle and he's a son of a bitch for doing this, then ultimately so is Disney Plus for doing what they did or for anyone who feels that they need to remove somebody just because they don't correlate or align with your beliefs. It works all the way across the board, not just where it suits you. So I, I don't know why we're all surprised. I mean, he's had a list of banned words for the better part of two decades now. And every year there seems to be more of these words that come out. And yeah, you could literally do a podcast based solely on Vinnie Mac banning words over history. So it is what it is. Anything else to add, mate? <laughs> No, I mean, what else can you say? The dude is, like I said, he he's mad, and as you said, he's revolution. He revolutionized what wrestling could be and what it is now. But uh, such a cock wobble, such a cock wobble. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, our final news story focuses around the breakup of the Hurt Business, which took place last Monday uh, of this week, actually Monday, just gone on Monday Night Raw. Uh, as noted, Monday's Raw saw MVP and WWE champion Bobby Lashley dismiss Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander from the group The Hurt Business. The tension has been building for weeks, but this time things got physical, blah, blah, blah. In an update, WWE chairman and CEO Vince McMahon reportedly made the decision to split the group, and Vince only, according to Fightful Select. This decision was made much to the chagrin of the members of the Hurt Business. Lashley and MVP were reportedly incredibly vocal about not supporting the decision, but Vince was not budging. Lashley and MVP met with Vince at Raw about the idea to fracture the group, but word is that Vince dug his heels in even more at that meeting. It was noted by several locker room sources that the decision and how Vince insisted on splitting the group up was a blow to morale backstage, because if there's one thing Raw can really take right now, it's a blow to morale. <laughs> MVP stated this week that the Hurt Business lives on with he and Lashley. We noted below how MVP revealed that he and Lashley are accepting worthy applicants, indicating that there could be new members added to the group soon. Lashley recently spoke about wanting to recruit a female superstar. That would be very nice. Lashley is set to headline WrestleMania 37 Night 1 against Drew McIntyre. So basically, Vince is... Again, being a prick and decided, yeah, I want the Hurt Business to break up. What's that? Your only viable and ridiculously good faction that you have on WWE Raw? He obviously has a problem with factions because also Retribution got shit canned recently, although some would say that was probably a lot more deservedly so. Um, I personally think that that is a woeful fucking decision. I made that very clear on the Raw review this week on our YouTube channel, which you should definitely check out if you haven't already. Um, but ultimately, I just think it's laughable. You literally have one thing on Raw that is remotely compelling and interesting, which is, of course, the Hurt Business. And it has your WWE champion in it, and you decide to break them up two weeks before WrestleMania? Stupid. Obviously, Drew McIntyre is going to beat Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley will probably end up in a rivalry of our truth again come back, Lash. Because <laughs> he's black. Let's be honest. He's just going to get fucking shit-canned because he's black. It's almost like Vince is like, we well, had your African-American champion, now fuck off. It's just another Kofi Kingston in a lot of ways to him, which is a shame because you could really make an amazing statement here, but Whatever. No more Hurt Business, mate. And I don't see how the Hurt Business is going to get more members or improve. I'd like to think in a gloriously positive world that this is some sort of swerve and maybe 
because they're no longer part of the Hurt Business, they could interject themselves and redevelop at WrestleMania or whatever. But, you know, odds on and odds are that Bobby Lashley and MVP will probably just find themselves adrift once the WWE title gets out of the picture. Yeah, I mean, first we lose the Undisputed Era. Now we're losing the Hurt Business. To be fair, have you seen the promo from NXT? I have, yes. That, like, that... That one hurts more than the Hurt Business, which is a weird... That hurts in a good way because I'm enthralled and I'm emotionally invested. And that is going to be, without any shadow of a doubt, the complete show stealer of next week. Irregardless. I don't care what else you put on. You could have God himself descend from the heavens and face Vince McMahon in a spank my ass 60-minute Iron Man match and it will not have me as emotionally invested as Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. That... Will match be. already happened at Backlash 2006. That's um, that was not a spank, that was not a spank my ass match. I want a rematch. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There was no spanking in that match, <laughs> there was some spanking backstage, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, yeah, no, fucking hell, mate, honestly. I just, no, I just, that, you right. want to know why Raw is so shit? This is why Raw is the drizzling shit because you make terrible decisions like this. Fucking hell. What's next? Riddick Moss is going to be an ex-WWE champion? For fuck's sake. It, it confuses the shit of it because, you know, I am I was happy that Cedric and Shelton, you know, got a run with the tag belts. That's fine. Like, it actually gave them something to do. And now they're like, man, give us Bobby Lashley. We're going to beat him up. Shelton, you got your ass handed to you on Monday. Cedric, you're probably just going to get murdered next week. Oh, sorry. Bad word. Sorry. Hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> Oh, oh no! Um, removed from a living society. Oh, my, my apologies, sir. I'm I'm so sorry. But I don't care. Like they put so much work into Lashley. His new entrance, I think, is actually pretty neat. I'm kind of really into that. Bam, 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 bam. Get stuck in your head, don't it? It does. See what I mean? It just it stays there. So they've done red, a good red like a jingle. It's like a jingle. It's it's done well. But now, like like you say, if you know if, if they're gonna swerve us all, you know Benjamin and Al and Cedric beat beat up Drew at Mania and they get back together, I'm I mean I'll forgive you, but I won't forget what you did to me. And if nothing happens, then why? Why did you do it at all? Do you but know then what? you, uh... do you know what you do with her business? A little bit of fantasy booking to close the show, so. Obviously, I would prefer if it just had African-American talents because I feel like it's a really good representation for them and it's a good, you know, I just like it. I do. You know, it's probably a lot of white people who would be offended by it. Uh, excuse me, all wrestlers matter. Fuck. Oh, God. <laughs> There'll be someone out there who will oh, be yeah. like, oh, fuck off. Why can't white people join the hurt business? Oh, you're not all-inclusive. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> like, that's just the way it is. If you subscribe to being left or right, you're both as bad as each other. Grow the fuck up so we can live a proper society. By the way, got my vaccine a couple of weeks ago. Didn't fucking cry about it because I felt ill. Looking forward to getting my second jab. Turns out Bill Gates still isn't controlling me because I'm saying what the fuck I please. Funny that, isn't it? You fucking morons. Anyway, back to the fantasy booking. So, WrestleMania comes around. Night one, the main event is Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. The inevitable seems to be on the cards and right before he hits the Claymore. Just, just out of earshot, just out of camera. Bang! Almighty smash of something while the referee's distracted by MVP and Drew McIntyre just crumbles into a heap and the camera just slowly pans 
And there, standing like the Leviathan he is, basking in his glory is Keith Lee. And, oh. and he just stares at Drew. And he says, I haven't forgotten because I never got my WWE title shot because of you. I haven't forgotten. And he aligns himself with the Hurt Business. And we have Bobby Lashley and Keith Lee with MVP as their manager. And then if you want to add Ricochet, because he's got nothing better to do, great. Um, that I'm sure there are other people you could bring in. Do you know who I think would be fucking great in this group? Swerve from NXT. Isaiah Swerve. Oh, bring, bring, bring Swerve Scott over here. Hell yeah. Yeah, he's got great charisma. Ridiculously good looking guy. Uh, he'd be amazing in this group. He really would. Uh, and also, he'd be so well elevated. So, you know, once he's dealt with Ligon Ruff, which is admittedly a more of a lesser exciting angle, I would like to see it. But of course, we won't get that. What we'll get is white supremacist Drew retains against the black menace Bobby Lashley. That's what Vince is probably say, selling it as. He's going to, you got to make it look like he's going to steal your wallet, Drew. You got to make it look like he's one of those people. You know what I mean? mean those people drew go back and watch that promo i did with booker t then you'll know what kind of people i'm talking about drew you've gotta be white drew i know you're scottish but you've gotta be white and he's just like uh actually uh vince mcmahon um uh scotland is actually full of white people i uh shut up i'm not talking about that (laughs) (laughs) he's just got no clue he's fucking batshit insane so just kill him just kill him off just somebody somebody don't murder him because that word's not allowed somebody Excommunicate Vince McMahon from the living world, please. <laughs> Can we just get it's on good, with it? a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I... Oh, Jesus Christ almighty. Anything to add, mate? Anything you want to talk about this week? Other than Vince McMahon being a fucking insanely hilarious racist? Um, I mean, this street fight's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, right now we're watching SmackDown and Jimmy... J- Jimmy Uso? Jay Uso. Jay Uso, right, yeah. They all look the same. Shut up. <laughs> Vince's <laughs> backstage. All these goddamn Samoans. Why is Robert Reigns holding a chair? Sir, that's James. Shut up. I know who my talent is. Um, yeah, no, it is good. Oh, shock horror. Daniel Bryan and James are having a good rest of the match. Um, should be good. Look out on our YouTube channel for a SmackDown review, which will probably Ooh. be available. Roman Reigns is very amused by the fact that Daniel Bryan just got his head fucking caved in and also love the fact that. Uh, the edges uh, on commentary as a closing fact actually why not a little bit of a taster and maybe a preview that'll get more people checking out our smackdown <laughs> review what do you think about the fact that danny bryan has officially been added to the main event of wrestlemania and it will be a triple threat now well we did talk about it and um, i know this match is going to be good because all three men are incredible mm. only you one place in- though big, uh, yeah this is the biggest whinger he's the one who whinged his way into the main event <laughs> I'm on the one hand, you know, I'm going to be happy if any of them win. It's just going to be varying degrees of happiness. If Brian wins, you know, great. But I don't want to see Edge get pinned, and I sure as hell don't want to see Roman get pinned. He hasn't lost a single fucking time since he came back. Uh, No. And then, you know, if Roman or Edge win, Brian's there to take the fall. He's kind of like Kane in that triple threat where it was. Braun, Kane, and Lesnar. Kane was just in there to take the fall. He's just the fall guy. And I don't mean that really weird video game. That was a trend for like three weeks. Who wins at WrestleMania? I'm going to go with Edge. I'll give you guys a bit of a spoiler. I'm going to say Edge. And I think he's probably going to pin Brian. But, oh, that's, I think that was the toughest one to call for me out of all the matches so far. 
They put themselves into a stupid scenario here. They've turned edge heel, haven't they, to facilitate this uh, rivalry. It'd be very interesting to see how the crowd responds because obviously there will be a crowd in attendance and they haven't had an opportunity to consume any wrestling for over a year. So they're going to be red hot for at least the fans that are there. As far as I know, they still haven't sold out, which speaks volumes about just, well... I. I mean, Florida is kind of regarded, isn't it, as the state of idiots. You know, they're the people who don't believe yeah. in COVID, but not that much, apparently, because they're still willing to go to this. So, I mean, yeah. to be fair, if I, if I lived in Florida, if I was in Tampa, I'd go. I would. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I would. Yeah. Yeah. I'd wear a fucking mask and look after myself, but I'd absolutely fucking go. Yeah, I would. So, you know, I wouldn't deny anyone going. So if you've got an opportunity to go, fucking go. Seriously. Go and have a bit of fun. Wear a Enjoy mask. Enjoy yourself. Right? Yeah, have some fun. Fucking hell, there hasn't been much of that to be had in the last year. Uh, yeah, no, check it out. Um, yeah, I think it's a terrible, terrible booking decision, but I'll go into it more on our SmackDown review, ladies and gentlemen, a little teaser for you. Carl Wilkinson, thank you very much for joining us for the State of Wrestling Address. Uh, thanks for having me, my friend. It's been a while, but uh, hey, there's a lot of wrestling coming up next week. I'm not oh, looking forward to covering the, all of that. I'm going to be a corpse on Monday morning. Are uh, we even going to bother doing the Hall of Fame? Are we going to cover that? No. Uh, absolutely not okay <laughs> yeah. just as so for anyone listening um because this part won't be available on youtube for anyone listening uh the plan is we will be covering everything as per usual on the youtube channel so you'll get your raw impact dynamite nxt uk and smackdown reviews uh, and a nxt of course um well you won't get nxt because that's a pay-per-view so basically, you'll get your usual YouTube content. So if you want reviews of all the individual shows, they'll be available. They're about 10 to 15 minutes long each, unless there's something in particular that happens. Uh, as far as actual audio and video podcasts go, everything will be available to watch on the YouTube channel. For the audio subscribers, for anyone listening, if you haven't got time to check out the YouTube channel for whatever reason, we will be covering as a major... So basically, an actual numbered podcast, as you guys will probably have noticed by now. We will be covering WrestleMania both nights as audio podcast and stand and deliver both nights as audio podcast so you'll get four episodes of the wrestle plug as an actual podcast next week on top of all your regular youtube content and you might actually get an interview as well or we may suspend the interviews just because of the sheer level of content so it seems a bit unfair that some of the stars that we've uh, interviewed lately should have to fucking drag themselves in um, to this mess because ultimately they'll kind of get lost in the shuffle a little bit and I think that's unfair on them. So what we'll probably do is coming out of the WrestleMania week is have, well, more more interviews to uh, level things up. And of course, if anything striking happens in the news, we'll let you know. But as far as I'm concerned, ladies and gentlemen, that'll do for the State of Wrestling Address. I've been Aaron Nix. He's been Carl Wilkinson. Thank you very much for checking out the WrestlePlug. As always, don't forget we are available via audio wherever you get your podcasts. And we're also available on YouTube as well. The best bits from State of Wrestling Address will be available on YouTube. But if you want to listen to the whole thing, you've got to check it out via audio, which of course, I don't know why I'm telling you guys because the people who listen to it right now are the only people probably listening to this or maybe i'll just tag this in on the end i have no idea we run a very loose ship here at the wrestle plug but like i've said from myself and from mr wilkinson thank you very much for watching or listening and we'll catch you very soon for more content from the wrestle plug